things go harder We go stronger than no matter Yeah, oh, oh. We go smack them under Tinder Jale, oh, jale Welcome to the Kibiko Live on Ghana Talks Radio. It's 32 minutes past 2 p.m. right here in Accra, Ghana. It's time for the Kibiko with me, Lansa Haruna. We are live on Facebook and on YouTube at Ghana Talks Radio. But I want to build house for my mouth. I didn't believe in my hustle, but man, they pray to my mouth. Say I so go wherever, wherever you are tuning in across the globe. Let's say welcome to you. To today's edition of the Cubicle, where we have the conversations that are relevant to you. your growth and development and then how you can impact nations or the, the conversation uh, surrounding the nation or the growth of the nation uh, today we have a very very hot topic to discuss uh, because the ndc and the mpp are behaving uh, a little bit recklessly on the political scene in Ghana, we are here to provide some kind of insight onto some of these particular developments that are still brewing up in the political scene or the political arena in Ghana. We want to look at what this means and what are the potential impacts on Ghana itself as a country. Most importantly, how do we what how do we prevent any further duration of the political climate in Ghana? We discuss this on the cubicle right here live on Ghana Talks Radio uh, with me, Lansa Haruna. So NPP MP Brian Achampon also doubles as the minister for agriculture. Has been talking tough. Paper, I want to build house for has been beating his chest about the big men or the men that the MPP has, uh, the ruling New Patriotic Party, and these tantrums that he has been putting off uh, has not sat well uh, with the NDC minority, or the NDC members as a whole. Interestingly, this doesn't sit well with a lot of Ghanaians as well. Uh, but we, so we're going to focus just on what Brian Achampon said. So we, feel it. we are also going to look at what fellow members of the MPP have been saying, we are uh, especially the General Secretary of the MPP, and then some party supporters or party communicators of the New Patriotic Party. We also review some speeches or some t- some bits from John Mahama, former president of the Republic of Ghana, and then Yamin, Joseph Yamin, who is the national organizer of the NDC. So look at their statements and see whether or not this is good or these are good for Ghana's political development, Ghana's democracy, 
the impact or the possible impact, the potential impact in the 2024 elections. And here we do our best to give you the best of insight onto this particular development. Try to bring it as close to you as possible. So wherever you are tuning in, I want to welcome you once again and urge you to stick and stay with me as I take this very very short break. Uh, then come back and we'll what continue our discussion. Stick and stay with me. I will write back after the short break. Every occasion demands the company of good music that fits the purpose. At GTR Sounds, we understand your need to create just the right atmosphere for your wedding or engagement, party, funeral, crusade, political campaign or rally, or just any other event, as well as executive and corporate functions. With our modern and high quality spinning machines, mixers, microphones, and power amplifiers, plenary speakers, and subs, we offer the highest of sound quality and music play at events and functions. At GTR Sounds, we have a team of seasoned and highly experienced sound engineers who understand just the right choice of music for your event. Locate our studios at Aponchi Hotel in Anya or call our numbers 054-8522-897 or 027-3363-973. You can also reach via our email sounds at ghanatalksradio.com. At GTR Sounds, we take care of your event. Wait, what? What happened? And what did you do? Have you ever heard a story or a dilemma that had you wanting more? Have you ever been in a situation with no one to turn to? Well, come and talk to Nans. Join us for Storytime every two weeks. Storytime is where we discuss your issues and give you advice with guest speakers. Look at it as your sister helping you out, giving you advice, and just having a good old conversation. So make sure you email us all of your issues and dilemmas now at storytime at ghanatalksradio.com. That's storytime at ghanatalksradio.com make sure you tune in that's every two weeks every second sunday on ghana talks radio at 2 p.m listen back by visiting the podcast section on www.ghanatalksradio.com we're waiting for you yeah 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 So welcome back to the cubicle live on Ghana Talks today with me, Lance Harun. Like I said before the break, we'll be looking at uh, what Brian Champ Brian Achampon has been saying and then what the NDC or the how the NDC has been responding. But most important it also look at whether or not these are good for Ghana's democracy and Ghana's political development. Importantly, what we are saying is that the 2024 election is what? Uh, the, the campaign towards the 2024 elections are picking up steam. Uh, it's almost within a few months, the NDC, or just next month, is it May? Yeah, the NDC will know who their flag bearer will be. Uh, and, uh, and shortly, just after that, the MPP will also join up to what? To elect their flag bearer who would what? 
uh, succeed the president if they win the elections in 2024. But before that, campaigns are ongoing and these campaigns are leading to some kind of what? Disturbances on the political scene and affecting the peace and stability or potentially, potentially affecting the peace and stability of Ghana. Now, quite recently, there were, there were a lot of, uh, what do you call it, brouhaha in parliament uh, where the NDC suffered a massive defeat uh, in what? In trying to uh, reject the ministerial nominees of President Nanadadankwa Kofu Ado. We saw Brian Achampong among others, including TK, uh, KT Hammond, uh, what do you call Stephen Amwa and Co. becoming ministers of state. So, fresh minister, Mr. Honorable Brian Champon, had what? On a particular campaign, what? Trail platform, said some stuff in a very, very, very astonishing manner that a lot of political observers were like, bro, no, we have to talk about this thing. So, if you look at the Ghana media uh, landscape, the words of Brian Champon has taken all over. It doesn't take over because it is famous, but because surprisingly it is being debated whether or not it was right for him to say those stuff or wrong for him to say them now we all know that tensions are always present in any political campaign especially when elections of such magnitude are coming or is drawing closer so sometimes we have people sleeping and saying stuff they're not supposed to say but the issue is that once people start to say things they're not supposed to say and we don't nip it in their bud, what that happens is that it creates reaction from opponents, from opposition parties or from opponents. And these what, reactions are not going to be what mild and calm and very what, receptive and very warm. They're going to be, to be as harsh as possible to reiterate, to what? Uh, to go back at each other. And that particular interaction does not augur well for Ghana's what Ghana's peace and especially Ghana's democracy or Ghana's democracy and especially Ghana's peace. Now, what at all has Brian Champon been saying, and why has the MDC has not been able to take it in cool in what in cool what stride? Mind you, the NDC has called on the CID to what to arrest and investigate Honorable Brian Champon for his comment. Also, the NDC have done what they are also been, they've issued a long statement, which I'll read later, uh, condemning what uh, Brian Champon has said. And then Hannah Bissu also has also, also had set up her own press conference to condemn or to react to what Brian Champon has said. Now, the MPP, on the other hand, have been what 100% behind Brian Champon and his comment. Notably, the general secretary of the ND of the MPP. I say, I said that no, the MPP is solidly behind and what actually agrees with what Brian Champon said. Also, the MPP went ahead to what to issue a statement in support and in condemnation of the statement of the NDC. Now, later in the show, I will what read this comment or this statement, some bits of this statement by both parties. Like, like, like I said, these debates are actually surprising because of the context or the contents of the remarks that have been flying around. Now, before we go to listen to what Brian Champion said, we also want to uh, be mindful of the fact that also in the NDC camp, a lot of things have been going on or have been said so far. 
recently an NDC youth organizer in Asawasi was what arrested because of comments he made about what at least killing at least two people in their constituency, which a lot of people condemned. Now, the former vice president, uh, under, uh, His Excellency John Dramani Mahaba, has also been chastised heavily for some of the comments that he has been making. We'll take a listen up to uh, listen to what Raya Champon's comments. We'll come back and then possibly listen to our general secretary of the MPP's comment. Then we can what, continue our show live here on the Cape Coast. Second thing, let's listen to what Brachipo said that has caused this trouble or these conversations right here. Ukraine, Russia, war, COVID. Am I into to your day? I call from Am I opposition? Who is adding to you? Am I one day a day? I call through. I'm saying. Let's say it's possible to do. Abiding, she say, yeah, go quemu. Dollar every seventeen, about ten. Petrol every seventeen, about nine. And never in air confirm. I call on me now. I mean, Chef for my boy, Chase region boy, and June, July this year. I am a four above the soya senate. Yet to year, I call you a mecconom in a peja. Yet to year, I call you a madola in a peja. Yet to year, I call you a ma and fumu, yami. Yet to year, I call you a ma, Ben Rachel and Iso, and you see a beggu, a beggu, a beggu, a beggu, a beggu, a beggu, a beggu. Such a, such a very powerful, energetic, and passionate one. Uh, commentary uh, from Honorable Brian Achampon, who is the Minister for our Greek, uh, Charlie Ghana with the. So basically, what he was trying to say was campaigning to uh, a group of uh, an audience of MPP supporters. Uh, looks like they were in the campaign trail. And what he was saying basically was that the economy has been battered because of covid 19 and then ukraine russia war so this is the statement this is the, the position of the government and of the mpp so he was just reiterating that and he said that because of that situation that has caused a lot of hardship and because uh, and from as a result of that the ndc world has actually what jumped on the bad wagon and insistently uh battering or tearing mpp apart making it look as if the mpp world have totally failed as a government but according to him, that is far from the reality, right? And he says that continuously, then to a point where he said that, I think that's where a lot of Ghanaians find very, very displeasing, that 
for the APP to one day get up, be on any platform, and hand over power to the NDC, that day shall never come and will never come. That is according to Brian Champo. And that if the NDC persists in what? In its quote-unquote hooliganism and rough or quote-unquote reckless statements, they will meet the MPP uh, they will meet the MPP as they want to meet them. For as in let's try to paraphrase, they will meet the MPP in what ready for them. Now, this particular statement has been condemned by uh, or the national armies, but this caused a lot of reaction both in the MPP. The people of Ghana choose who. So even if the people of Ghana said MPP has failed, put all, but decides to vote them for twenty years continuously. It's the people of Ghana who have what decided to change mostly. It's not by the might of the MPP in terms of his what in terms of violent what they call the his potential to be violent or radical than the NDC, not at all. Also, if NDC or, or the people of Ghana vote the NDC in power, whether the next election or any other election, is the people of Ghana who have what delivered that money to the NDC, and in both situations. None of the other party can say that I will not respect the what the verdict of Ghanaians. Interestingly, we are actually in the democratic uh, dispensation where the 1992 constitution actually stipulates that where a party wins election or if a candidate wins the presidential elections, there's supposed to be a, what a smooth transition, right? Exchange of power from one one to another without anyone, without any involvement of violence without any involvement of any military or radical what measures is going to be what as diplomatic as possible and this luckily for ghana this is not new for ghana because since 1992 we've seen handing over of power from ndc and mpp more than at least four times so in 2000 2001 the ndc handed over to the mpp in 2008 2009 the mpp handed over to the ndc 2017, the MPP handed over to the NDC, and that's how what it has happened so far in Ghana. So at least three times we've seen switch from both one party to another in Ghana, and all of them peacefully. So for someone in the caliber, or some of the caliber of Brian Champo, should know that yes, whether you like or not, it is the people of Ghana who choose who to lead them, and whether you like or not. There is precedence that shows that in Ghana, if a party loses election, it steps down for another party to what to take over or the party which we want to take over. So for the statement that no matter what, by hook or crook, whatever possible that any people will do to not give power back to NDC or will never give power back to NDC means that in the in the event where the people of Ghana decide that the NDC should become the government the governing party. What means are you suggesting that the MPP will adopt to ensure that they will not hand over to power to the MPP? And that's why a lot of people are condemning. And I also want to uh, what subscribe to that particular position that no, you don't make those statements at all. You can say that you will never hand over or you never what let the NDC defeat you in an election. That's why you can do you can do whatever you want to do so that the NDC or the MPP, uh, the NDC will not defeat you in an election at, at least as far as it's legal. That is granted. So you can tout yourself as what? Well, you can win elections. The NDC cannot match you in numbers. 
the NDC cannot match in organization, strength, capacity, uh, campaign, uh, financial world, where we are to campaign and to woo voters or supporters. And because of that, you don't think that you will lose election in, 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 in the near future. Very, very valid statement. No one will say, and people will say, that, okay, yeah, you believe in yourself as a party. So you are, you are willing or you are capable of winning the next election. You are capable of breaking the eight. That is what? That is, there's no way anybody will, anybody would uh chastise you or criticize you or what uh call for your arrest <laughs> even in any one in any uh in any father's imagination so yes that particular statement was as reckless as anything now how does the mpp react to it and how does the ndc react, react to that statement we listen to the general secretary of the mpp who is more or less the CEO of a party, who is more or less the lieutenant of the party, and what he says, what the position of the party is. Then we'll come back and we'll discuss more. But also, we can also listen to another party communicator of the MPP and what he said in relation to the comments made by Brian Jump. And then we'll look at what NDC has been reacting, or how NDC has been reacting to that particular statement live on this show. Right, so stick and stay. Let's listen to what they've been saying. They be as far as you, we have the men, we have the men. Say, we have the men now, more cannons. Men, men, I'm some more. And in the airphone, you are being for. Thank you. MPP, a clear party from Titina, OBS MPP, for you have the men. It is an honorable brand, can say, we have the men, we have the men now. Men now, Ghana, for Munim, I wouldn't see what can you for, you're in the for. Men now, Munim say, yeah, yeah, who Yeah, who could do for. Our man pen and adu kumpeku with the animo demonstration yoko. Men na yewo yoko two thousand yewa kwam na battles sixty four battalion for the two bonus dead midna ho. These are the men we are talking about. The men we are talking about. You have the men. Men by umbe to trust man a long gas and as a idea na muriba. Another na muriba. MPP party. Ah, more central focus. The BSOS. We have the men. We have the men. Say we have the men. I'm working. Men men I'm some worker. And in the phone, you are being for. Thank you. MPP, a clear party from Titina, OBS MPP, for you have the men. It is an honorable brand, can say we have the men, we have the men. Men now, Ghana, for Munim, I wouldn't see any work can do for, you're in the for. Men now, Munim say, yeah, yeah, who for, yeah, who could do for. Our man, Pen and Adu, Kumprok, with the animal demonstration, Yoko. Men now you wore your cut about two thousand, you have now battles, sixty-four battalion for the two bonus dead midna ho. These are the men we are talking about. The men we are talking about. You have the men, men by umbe to trust him and a long gas and as a Yira Brian Champon uh addressing you were with him. Yes, he was there. I was there as a communicator. My name is director, Richard Ahiagba, um party penny for Yin Yanani or Hobi. Obia or what and do you make of his comments? Ne, ne, sema or kanye ah, say say yabe sumwa. Yabe national discussion. Well, it depends on the who. Maybe a member endorse the kanye. The party does who endorse the kanye. He endorse hundred percent. Obianka say the kanye no ye chie chie jano ana. He endorse. I'm stating it emphatically. Say he endorse the kanye. Say mo. Tell my yera brand champion. Eh, addressing you with him. Yes. He was there. I was there as a communicator. My name is Director Richard Ahiagba. Um, party in Penny for Yenyanani Obi. Obi Aho. 
What and do you make of his comments? Ni ni asema okay ah say say ya be somu a be national discussion. Well it depends on the who media me me endorse the okay and party no so endorse the okay. He endorse 100%. Obi anka say the okay no ya twi ya chi agya no na. Ya endorse. I'm stating it emphatically. Say ya endorse the okay. Say mo tell my area brand champion eh address no you with him. Yes. He was there. I was there as a communicator. My name is Director Richard Ahiagba. Party in Penny Four. Yeni nani ya hobi? Hobiya o. What do you make of his comments? Ni ni asema okanye ah se se yabe sumwa. Yabe national discussion. Well, it depends on the who. Media me me endorse the okanye. Party no so endorse the okanye. He endorse hundred percent. Hobiya ngase the okanye no ye chi ye chi ye jano ana. He endorse. I'm stating it emphatically. Say you endorse the Okayan. Say more. Tell my area brand champion. I address no you with him. So the MPP what endorses uh, what brand champion said. Now how is the end? <laughs> this is according to what the general secretary and just the recent speaker we're listening to or one we're listening to right now. But how has the NDC been responding? They were they put out a press statement or press release that was on the 9th of April, saying that what. Uh, the NDC has taken notice of a statement made by Brian Champon, MP for Abitifi and Minister for Food and Greek, to the effect that the ruling MPP government will never hand over power to the NDC. Uh, so in the very video at a rally to climate say health work organized by the MPP party at Kwewu in the Eastern Region, an event which equally addressed, which was equally addressed by Vice President Mahmoud Baumia, the minister is on record to have assured his party supporters of the determination of the MPP to hold on to power no matter what. They say that this commerce really demonstrate a patent war ahead strategy of the MPP going through the 2024 elections. Uh, having they are continuously they said that having plunged plunge our our country into an unprecedented economic crisis, one defined by spiral cost of living and complete insolvency, as seen in our debt default, it has become clear that MPP what has many threats coming from <laughs> so it has become clear that the MPP has decided that having lost the support of the people of ghana the only option left to remain in power is to reduce the country into a banana republic by suppressing the will of the people so according to the ndc they are saying that yes this is a world health strategy by the mpp and that because they feel that the mpp has lost the support of the people of ghana the only way they, as a party, the MPP as a party, can hold on to power is to what? Is to turn or reduce Ghana into a banana republic. And what we all know about banana republic, there is no order in the banana republic. There is no rule. There is no order, uh, rule, or rule of law in the banana republic. There is no constitution in the banana republic. There is always mayhem and there is no democracy in the banana republic. This is what the MP NDC had to say in their statement. Continues, they say, in favor of the above, uh, above evil agenda, there has been a systematic bastardization of every single independent state under this MPP government. The once respected EC has recently witnessed a new law following the appointment of MPP one members into the commission. All these, all these, all these, and then finally, they said they aid the Ghana Police Service to act with dispatch. And in this matter, they record the alacrity in which or with which it's. It recently apprehended and charged the Swami Constituency Youth Organizer of the NDC. So they are basically saying that just as the police investigated or arrested the 
the swami any civil organizer who are saying they need to kill at least two people in the swami to for the mp for mama to win they should do the same for what for this particular mp of the mpp mr honorable brian achambo this was signed by fifi fiavi the general secretary of the mdc so what they're basically saying is that these comments by the by brian achambo forms part of the strategy of the mpp going uh, for, going toward going into the 2024 election because they feel like the mpp has lost the support of ghana so the only way they can win ghana or they can keep hold on to power is what bring chaos now the mpp also reacted in their statement saying that they said the mpp has cited a flippant statement signed by the ndc general secretary on comments made by brian chambo <laughs> whilst he was addressing some party members in the region the MPP finds the, the NDC statement not only ill-founded, hypocritical, illogical, and baseless, but also one that's, that lasts contextual substance for the consumption of the descending of the descending Ghanaians who are not oblivious to the modus operandi of the main opposition party in deliberately putting diabolic and mischievous land to an otherwise in innocuous comments such as the comments made by the member of parliament in federal of the selfish political interest actually all this doesn't someone say all this in here like that's what that's the that's the onus of my discussion today this back and forth this back and forth by the parties and these parties are the two biggest parties in ghana they are actually the only parties right now in parliament both the ndc are the only parties in parliament there is there's no third party in parliament Apart from NDC and the MPP, and they are the only parties that also have also had political power since 1992. They control a lot in Ghana. They have a lot of agency, agency, and they have a lot of resources combined as a, as two political parties. Their hold on Ghana is what is the they actually represent Ghana at this time. So what is happening is that these political parties cannot keep on going back and forth at each other in this manner this is totally totally unacceptable now before i even proceed like i said even the what even the statement of the ndc mentioned what how the police handled the what the case of the swami youth organizer who said that if there's a need for violence to to be what to occur in their constituency for muhammad to win they will what, create that violence right also there are clips that i wanted to show to you that i'm not able to show right now because uh we had some delays but voices of pre former president mom also what especially his his what boots for boots uh utterances all of these form part of a political towards a rhetoric in, that is building up in Uganda we don't need at this time as a country what i'm basically saying is that wherever there is this particular uprise in political conversations that are what violent in nature violent in direction there is a need for all of us to come together and what condemn any political rhetoric that's what that can what inspire or instigate violence or conflict whether before or during or even after the 2024 elections this is very very important this is very very important that we all understand that the Ghana that we live in is a Ghana for us as the people of Ghana, not for the politicians, not for the parties. So what's happening is that, and there's one thing very, very interesting about this political violence that we are we, we must actually start talking about immediately. We are in 2023, and next year there will be the 2024 elections. What happens is that 
if these comments keep coming up and they are not what held or they are not what easily or quickly quashed or quickly what they, they are not quick, quickly quenched what happens is that if they build momentum the momentum in these comments build up and this momentum creates a lot of tension and that tension can easily what, spill over into real and actual conflict and violence so a party communicator can say that yes we have the men or we match them boot to boot or they try they should try us and see or they should resort to any violence and see what we can do we are not we are not the only people who can be violent if they don't stop this particular this kind of com communication as political parties what happens is that it becomes normalized and when it becomes normalized it creates a lot of tension and that tension is not good for Ghana's democracy it's not good for any democracy anywhere in the world so we need to ask Ghanaians rise up and say that no bro you guys have been dropping our money for a long time we are not saying anything we just want to eat our food and lie down and sleep right so please in your pursuit of political power be mindful of what what you say in a sense that do not say stuff that will what that would what in your wrongly or affect the peace of the country because your voices are not small voices you actually have big platforms you control a lot of masses you have a lot of influence so all political communications must be measured so that the peace of the country can be sustained There's a very interesting proverb that we I know what says that that you can detect a hernia from the first day you see the testicles. So if you can see violence from what they are saying today, it means that violence is going to be created if this, if these rhetorics are not what are not stopped or do or do not cease. So if any institutions are out there, the Ghana Police Service, the National Peace Council, who can call political communicators to order to preserve the sanctity of the political landscape in terms of its communication and the governance of the country in terms of our democracy, then we all need to step up right now. The National House of Chiefs, the cleric in Ghana, they should what, as quickly as possible point to our political communicators that brothers and sisters, the peace of Ghana doesn't belong to you as a political party. The power or the sovereignty of Ghana lies in its people, not a political party or a political person, personality. So there is no time, there is no point, there is no point in the, in the lifetime of Ghana that Ghanaians will not be those to decide who will be their president or who will be the ruling government. So all political appointees, all political actors should have this at the back of their minds. This is a very, very common trait in Ghana politics that anytime we're near elections, almost, almost every time we hear this kind of stuff, all die be die. Very, very infamous statement by the current president when he was still a candidate. Very, very infamous. They may now come to boot for boot by former president. So wh why should the big guys, why should the top, top men be saying stuff like this? Once you keep saying stuff like that, means that the younger ones or those and uh, lower the, the pedestal are going to what run uh, run amok with this, and we come to create the advance that we all don't want. So there's a need for what for responsibility or for responsible communication from political parties. 
it was simple. Then people could really can actually just say that hey, Brian Champa actually slipped when he was finishing his statement or his well remarks. He comes and acknowledges that okay, this is it, this is what I said, this, this is what I meant. What you meant was that your party will do whatever it will take to what to win the election. As far as whatever it will take is legal, it's within the confines of the constitution. Your party will do that to win the election. Your party will, will improve the capacity what to campaign, the capacity to get people more on board. So you can win the election what, and then keep hanging on to power. It's, for, it's as valid as any political party wants to say. But immediately you say that if there's no way you will hand off or hand over power, that doesn't mean that if Ghanaians vote for the NDC, you never hand over power to the NDC. And the NDC too, I don't understand how that particular statement went out. Even social on social media, NDC profiles on social media are constantly uh, what do you call it? F uh, what do you call it? Fanning this particular uh, this particular rhetoric that oh we also can be very very violent. So if you think you are violent, we also violent. It doesn't augur well for Ghana's democracy, mind you. When they are sharing their ex gracious when they are stop chopping Ghana money, me and you, we know they get them at all. So if you think you are on social media and then you are taking one thousand or hundred Ghana CD a month or a week to post a, someone's profile picture of someone's picture on your profile. The person is taking hundreds millions, hundreds millions of dollars sharing among him and his colleagues, and you are taking zero point zero 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 two percent of it. So you're not benefiting anyway from that. So let's be mindful of the kind of commentary that we have on our political space, and let's try to what to nip it in the bud. Let's call it speed a speed. If there are wrongs, if there are wrongs in their political communication, we must point it out and what ensure that we preserve the peace of the country before during and after the 2024 election ghana is not just for 2024 ghana is forever and for its people and these people must decide whoever will be what will be its president whoever will form his government not any other political party but the people of ghana this has been the capital with me lansa haruna this is where i'll bring my co show or the discussion to an end i've been live here on ghana so you can catch up this show and all other shows by going to the catch-up session on www.ghanatalksradio dot com today is wednesday at, at what 8 p.m we have dear trends coming with dj coverage and ohima lilian i've been held down here by dj coverage holy media production until tomorrow we're coming with another edition of the cable code 30 p.m stick and stay and continue to enjoy our programs bye bye yeah 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 ah. Ecstatic made it. yeah